1: You are watching
0: and listening to Chris <laughs> and Lester to I like Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
1: Happy holidays, I guess. Hello,
0: Matt Elliott here.
1: Chris and Craig
0: on Leicester Till I Die TV
1: on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.
0: Right, Chris. All white right there?
2: All white right the back? How are you all? How the devil are you? In fact, I love this uh, this shirt because it matches my little mate there. Uh, say hi, Devil. Hi, Devil. <laughs> what are you doing? It's been ages since I last saw you. What have you been up to? What could you do in the 30 minutes? Well, I'll tell you what I could do. This is actually, (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to say this, my sloppy seconds, and it's Craig. And this is where you can find and listen to us. Watch
1: this
0: Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die.
1: Subscribe, like, follow and join in now.
2: Indeed, Craig is my football sandwich today. I'm sure I'm sure if that doesn't scare him off, nothing will. Sloppy seconds and football sandwich. We've just finished looking back at the game with... The, he's gone. I can see that he's gone. He's hiding. Don't blame him. Um, just finished doing a, a show with Mike, um, the Watford fan. It was a great chat with him because I'd forgotten about Nigel Pearson last season and Claudio. And, of course, the fact that we won always makes it uh, enjoyable. And coming up later... We've got X on the pitch with X-Fox Julian Watts. But I know you can't wait, ladies. You've been waiting, well, four or five days for him.
0: He's here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's and gentlemen. time for the main, of the main event, event of the evening. evening. 60 minutes 60 of, minutes football, of fun football, fun and banter, banter. with Chris, Chris and, Lester and Lester Till I Die till TV. I die TV. TV. Are, you ready? Are you ready? Let's get let's ready to
2: Indeed, it's the page seven fella. Great, good
3: evening to you. I'm all right, thank you. Hope everyone's all right out there. I'm not sure I'm happy about being described as your sloppy seconds, though, Chris. Although, I know I'm... I'd like to think of uh, it more as this is your your two jabs and your booster tonight with you having three. So, I'm your second prick of the night. <laughs>
2: no. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Biting my tongue. <laughs> we shall we shall move on. <laughs> I'm so dying to, but I'm not going to. I'm going to have that. Um a, que- a, qu- a question for you, Craig. All right. Quiz what time. were you doing this day in nineteen sixty-eight? Nineteen sixty-eight.
3: Uh well, at least I was alive this time. <laughs> Let's um, find out,
2: shall we? Yeah. Leicester City FC on this day in history with Leicester to Die TV. Well, it was a Saturday, thirtieth of November nineteen sixty eight. Everton piled on the misery for Division One strugglers, Leicester City, at Goodison Park. Rodney Fern, now there's a name from the past, <laughs> was on target a City in a crushing, are you ready for this, 7-1 defeat Oof. that made it eight games without a win for the Foxes. Joe Royal got a hat trick for the Toffee Men.
3: Oh, Big Ed Joe Royal.
2: Yes. Hey. Just put it in the box, you'd find his head. I think I mentioned to
3: you before, I've seen us lose 7-1 twice. Yes. Um, in the same season um so yeah yes. not 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 happy memories,
2: anyone who was there, you have my commiserations, indeed, indeed, um, that said, maybe we should be playing in the snow every week, maybe,
3: maybe it's uh it was interesting, uh, I don't know how it came across on the streams or on the t v but um there were times I oh, Scott. Uh, there were times it was very difficult to <laughs> to see the ball. That's that's true. Even I've looked back at um, a few of the highlights and, uh, and uh, yeah, it's difficult to see the ball. And obviously they changed it at half-time when the weather had got worse uh, to a yellow ball, which was um, worked really well against their yellow shirts as well. So,
2: anyway, <laughs> no. at the end of it, we got the result and that's all that counts. I mean, their second goal, and I was watching it, I'm like, where did the ball go? <laughs> did it go wide? Did, it, did he hook it over? Did Casper smother it? I, I just couldn't see where the ball had gone. Yeah, unfortunately, I could see it
3: all too well. I mean, not long before that, because had got caught out and been uh, and, and caught by Dennis. Yeah. Uh, not Dennis, I think it was one of the other guys on the left-hand side, on on his side, and it came through. And I think that ended up passing it across the box to King uh, when the guy should have shot. And we got away yeah. with that one. But he didn't learn his lesson and got caught again. There was no way. I don't think anybody in the crowd thought that was a foul and was going to be turned over. Okay. Um, so it just shows. But again, you know, we got away with it, luckily.
2: Well, I mean... <laughs> If anybody, by the way, if you have got nothing to do after this, be a, there should be about an hour's gap between this and uh, my third show of the evening. Get over there and have a look at it. <music> yep, it's the Tuesday Talking Point on the BBC website, which, as you know, is always me. And you know i i've always got something to talk about and they do say if a week is a long time in politics it's bloody really a lot longer than that in football this time last week we were all doom and gloom looking mm-hmm. at in europe a week later we've gone from bottom to top and it's back in our hands and we we, we stuff watford in the snow
3: exactly i think we've uh scored seven goals in the process
2: mm. um but still, uh, I
3: did read today that Brendan thinks we're still too entertaining um, in terms he of scoring. Yeah, we're scoring, but we're not tight at the back. And uh, I, I had a quick look, actually, and um, only only Watford and Norwich, uh, no, Watford, Norwich and Newcastle have conceded more goals yeah. than those this season, which is a little bit worrying, to be honest. Yes,
2: yes. Having said that, be- we, are,
3: we are one of only six teams who have scored 20 or more, so... On one side. You know, and, and where's you know, Kevin Keegan? Is he back?
2: Yeah, it's, it's Kevin Keegan back. You score <laughs> exactly. three, we'll score four. Yeah. I must admit, at three one, when they did get that second goal and and had worked out it had gone in, at three two I thought, here we go.
3: Yeah, that's the worry, isn't it? It's always it's always a bit of a worry when uh, when you know because you, you automatically start sitting back to protect what you've got, but um yeah, yes. typical Leicester, you know, we managed to break away. We had two or three chances, but we definitely seemed a bit more cautious. But then I guess if you put yourself in a winning position, it's about managing the game out rather than
2: exactly going scoring exactly. a lot,
3: particularly in our position. That was the most important thing.
2: We have got a lot of matches coming up. <laughs> we have, haven't we? We've got nine in December, haven't we? I was going to say, I think it was nine in December. Yeah. Uh, we've, got, we've got a Europa League game, we've got a couple of midweek games, and we've got a Caribou Cup game all into the mix, as well as just the normal league fixtures. Mm. But this is the next one that is up. Um, it's away to Southampton tomorrow. It's at St Mary's, a 7.30 kick-off. If you've got Amazon Prime, you can watch it free of charge. Otherwise, you can listen in on lcfc.com forward slash radio. If it's working, it took ages to get working on Saturday. Or if you like the BBC, you can listen in to BBC Radio Leicester. Or it is also on uh, Radio 5 Live. How will you be watching it, uh, Craig? I shall
3: probably be watching it on Prime, I would think. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, I'd forgotten it was on Prime because I, I realised it wasn't on any of the uh, the normal channels. But uh, so thanks. Just shows you how
2: useful those little reminders are, Chris. Hey, I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> I should get one of those ASDA badges, shouldn't I? You'd be up to yeah. at least two stars by now, I would have thought. That's McDonald's, but yeah, thank you for that. I'll tell you, tell you where you can put your burger. Right. <laughs> so we said hello to Scott, uh, Brad and TM. David, uh, S, hello, Chris and Craig. Hope you're both well. I am, and I think you? Craig is as well. And Static, back for more. Hiya, Static, how are you doing? How, how the devil are you? And get ready, because I did say the other week that we had um, a a range of Leicester till I die accessories that are going to be going on for sale, and we're going to have polo shirts, hoodies, t-shirts, and sweatshirts available. A choice of colours: uh, red, not red. What I'm saying, yellow, white, and blue, obviously. And we're also going to have the option. You can either have the Leicester till I die wording on it, or you can have how the devil are you on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> a must for everybody that you know supports Leicester.
3: Not that not that muscly picture of me that you uh, like putting up, Chris. Not that one.
2: No, I thought, to be honest with you, I'd have to have paid you too much commission. That's true, to be fair. That is true. Yeah, and, I, and to be honest with you, mate, I couldn't afford you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, just check the loose change in your pocket. I think you could.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, Southampton away midweek, mm. um, winter, me going to watch it. Alan Bennett going to watch it. Put all those things together. Last time all that happened, we won 9-0. Yeah, so anything less, Chris, I'll be very, very disappointed.
3: And I assume that in the Predictions League, you've gone for a 9-0 as well. Well, you
2: you better check it out, hadn't you? <laughs> the, 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 oh, I don't we're not talking predictions. I had a really, really, really bad week last week in the long Is it ball. as bad as
3: mine? Because I forgot to put them in.
2: Oh, did you know? Then know uh, What well, can I just say? You got no points. I got two, so I wasn't a lot better well, off than you. Well done. Well <laughs> you done.
0: Well,
3: know well, what you well did... thanks, thanks, Chris, for you know
2: for not taking advantage of me. No, no, no. Well, Brad did. Brad's not as nice as me. He got thirteen points. So, I uh, yeah. yeah. uh, You know. I, I looked at it afterwards when I was checking the results. I was thinking, I don't remember doing that. And I don't remember doing that. I think sometimes when, when I'm typing in, it kind of if I go two one, yeah, somehow the one also carries on to the next game. Ah, uh, right. So, so, you, instead putting, so instead of putting 3-1 right, so on the next game, it goes one right. three. So I, it's a technicality, yeah. I think I'm thinking I, I don't remember <laughs> picking that result for that game. I got Norwich to win, never, you know. What? But um, mm. no, it's it, <laughs> This time last season, mm-hmm. uh, well, we played them twice last season, obviously. Uh, goes without saying, I know I noticed these sort of things, you know. Um, but, um, they got, they got the we got, they got the draw at their place. Um, that was on a Friday night as well. And after mm-hmm. 10 minutes, a certain Yannick Vestergaard got sent off, did he? Um after so just ten minutes against high time. Flying Leicester, there were ten man saints would capitulate a similar way to the previous season's nine-nil thrashing, but they didn't, they got the one all draw. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping can't even that, I can't even remember who scored in that game. Usually I can remember these, but it sounds like a forgettable game. Um it did, it doesn't say on my notes here. Oh, it does. Yeah. Uh Johnny Evans. Johnny <laughs> No wonder! <laughs> no wonder I'd wiped it from my memory. I knew you. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. A collecchi in the a- in Atcho cross nodded in by Johnny Evans. It was it was one all, but uh, yeah. we we got a two nil over them. How do you see it going this this? Because I mean, dare I say, and on on the BBC thing that I wrote, I do say like whispered that we might be back. But do you think <laughs> do you think we are? Well, I I think there's definite signs, particularly going
3: forward. I think Madison's looking more like his old self. Yeah, definitely, Um, yeah. The key for that will be getting the ball to him, you know, because he's looking for it, he's wanting it, and he's wanted to make things happen. Again, he seems to have created almost this diamond front four at the moment, rather than going back to a two up front. So he's got this diamond front four with Barnes and Lookman either side of uh, of Vardy. And then... um, Uh, madison pulling all the strings behind which is Mm -hmm. great i thought against watford there were times where we were asking a lot of castagna um to to make up the width because lookman was coming inside a hell of a lot and to be honest you know i i i I assume he's been told to uh, to do that but also when i thought he should have been coming out wide and and stretching the defense to make more room for Vardy to make little runs in down the side of the, the centre-halves. He stayed in field. So I thought there were little tweaks, you know, it worked pretty well, but I think things like that, that, that sort of off the ball running awareness of creating space for others can be improved. Um, and particularly away from home, they, they're, they're needing a result. You know, they've not been on a good run at all, to be fair, Southampton. No, um, no. Oh, well, yeah. No. Um, right. So we, uh yeah, so... I'm confident. I'm more confident than I was, as you say, this time yeah. last week. Um, yes. We're still susceptible, aren't we, uh, to, to letting a goal in? We we can't. Well, this it seems at the moment uh, that we're just helping them as much as we can because if we doesn't look like they're going to score in open play, we'll just get Wilf to give them a penalty.
2: <laughs> what what I did say, what what are those? Uh, you know, the police put them on your ankle. They're <laughs> not accusing you of knowing. <laughs> is, but when the police put a, a, like a bracelet on your ankle. Yeah. And you yeah. can't. It knows it's when you of go tags. out. Yeah, yeah. Tag exactly. Yeah. Do you think we can put one on Wolf that goes off every time he goes in the area? So that yeah, all I the other so. players. Yeah, particularly <laughs> in open
3: play. I mean, I'll allow him to go in um for a set piece or something. But in open play, I mean, just just stay away. Mm. Surely, surely, you can't get uh, a hat trick of uh, of penalties given away. It'd be interesting to know if anybody's ever done that. Yeah, what's yes. the greatest number of consecutive games? A player
2: has given away a penalty. I'm
3: sure I'm someone sure somewhere has that. Somebody stack.
1: that's
2: watching can probably Google that for us. Um I mean Jamie Vardy's is on fire again. Do you mm-hmm. think he will start? I think so, although it's 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 gonna be difficult, isn't it? At least
3: now we've got the we've got the extra day, I think, because we play Wednesday mm. and Sunday rather than Thursday and Sunday, which we have been doing with Europa so we've yeah. got an extra day so I think I, th- I think he'll start him again Um I, I don't think there'll be too much uh, tinkering about, it's difficult but as you say mm. nine games to fit in in December I think there's going to have to be some to be honest the more I think about it he may he may tweak it, he may put Jamie on the bench, he may start Dakar, he may even give uh, Acho 90 minutes So Acho seems to be pushed out of the picture a little bit at the moment and we all know I really that... do you
2: feel for that
3: guy. I really yeah, do. and he's a he's a confidence player, isn't he? So yes. you know, he needs to get some pitch time. So maybe, maybe he tweaks it again. You know, Brendan, you know, he, he always comes out with something when we think we've we've got it nailed and he knows he, he's
2: back to a formation. He'll tweak it. He will. He will indeed. Um coming up later, you can hear a Christmas. I've recorded a Christmas single, by the way. Oh so... great. Yeah, so uh, hold, holding your enthusiasm, but that will be coming up towards towards the end of the show. Um, I know yeah, I know you're really excited up, about that. Yeah. Um, going into the game, though, here we've got sort of the form. Um, it's spot on, exactly the same. Um, it's just that we've come in after. I mean, it doesn't show obviously the uh, the Warsaw game on there, but. Um, you know, they're, they're coming on two losses. We're coming on, on two wins, if you include the Warsaw and the Watford. Mm. Uh, but they, they got a hammer in against Liverpool. And, of course, the, it must have been a bit soul-destroying, the loss to Norwich. Yeah,
3: that was a big one, isn't it? That mm. That's going to knock anybody. And I think, by all accounts, they were sort of well in the game until uh, Liverpool scored. And then it's sort of the, the floodgate gates opened a little bit. Um but we know Liverpool can do that to anybody, to be honest. Yes. And again, I think it's one of those games where it's going to be important for us to get the first goal. Um because as you can see, they're not they're not prolific, you know. I don't think they've scored more than two uh, in those five. You know, I think there was a couple of even the two, the victories I think were one nils. Yes, um, they were. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've got a couple of decent players. You know, Liv Rimento has been really good this season. Who's um, mm-hmm. come in from Chelsea, I think. Another one out of the Chelsea brigade who, who decided to not go out on loan and wanted to move. Um, so, he's doing well. Um, I think Shay Adams is a decent striker and I think uh, Armstrong's a good finisher. But he doesn't really create his own chances. Um, he's sort of an instinctive finisher. So, hopefully we can keep those quiet. And... Uh, when you look at it after that, there's not a great deal of threats. A lot of it's going to be coming from set pieces um, uh, from the uh, James Ward-Prowse, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, and we know, you know, if we do give a penalty, there's every chance that he's not going to miss it. So let's hope we don't. But I think when you look at the quality of the two teams, it should be a Leicester victory.
2: Yes, you, you would you would hope. So how many times do we said that this season? You know? yeah i mean it's all
3: it's all about you know desire isn't it as well you know that comes mm-hmm. into it but i think very much southampton are a, a confidence team we've already talked about you know in being a confidence player i think southampton mm-hmm. are a confidence team and ha- how often do you see southampton uh, concede a couple of goals if they concede a couple of goals close together they often go on to concede three four five you know yes. there seems to be that kind of team i'm i I don't know. Obviously, I don't follow them as closely as some people. But I can't believe that they're, they're not a team who come back very often, I, I don't think. I don't think of the, of them as that kind of team who are always going to come back and be in a game. So, again, yes. that first goal is going to be important.
2: Team news-wise, um, Mohammed. Oh, my God. I, I, I had to read this one out, didn't I? This is that's the guy, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe involved after missing the Liverpool game. Um, as his partner was giving birth. Stuart mm. Armstrong is out for Southampton. Mm. Uh Yori Tilleman's back is back in training, but won't be risked. Um, mm. that's a bit earlier than I was expecting. Yeah, um, but great news. Um, Pierre is still unavailable, along with obviously Justin and Fofana. Mm. Um <sighs> Is he gonna? I mean, looking, looking at. on which we 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 can never second guess Brendan. We we we've tried it many times, and we've mm-hmm. we've just given up now, haven't we? Even though even though Brad's gone five nil Leicester, I, I, I would take that. um all would. Uh, yeah. Then he says here, you know, would you rather have Vardy, Daka, or Coletti up front? Hmm. I'd like to see. I'd like because we've got the. Two games a week, because we've got mm. obviously Southampton, then we've got uh Napoli next week, mm. then we've got uh another midweek Spurs, is it? I think midweek yeah. and then yeah. we've got um Liverpool Carling Cup, and then we've got the couple of games over Christmas. I th- I don't I don't think Jamie was the best will in the world, you know, for me, even with that extra mm-hmm. day can play. And I think if he's gonna stick to how he's been playing now. You've Mm -hmm. got to say the obvious choice, I suppose, is Dakar.
3: I think he might well go with Dakar, to be honest, thinking about it. Um, Because you're away from home. The onus is on them to come forward and push on. And then, so the best way for us is to exploit the space that they leave behind. You know, Mm -hmm. if if they're going to be playing a high line, then with the the best will in the world, Dakar is quicker than Jamie now. You know, Jamie is still quick. and yes. uh, for a man of his age, he's, you know, he'd probably just beat the both of us on, on, a, on a sprint. Uh, <laughs> Only just, if, though. Only yeah, just. it depends if it was to the buffet bar. Um, <laughs> however, um, you know, but, you know, for, for if you're going to play a team that don't have a lot of pace, I think Livamento's, um uh, fairly quick. And I think Walker-Peters, if he's playing on the other side, can't really see a lot of pace through the middle. Dakar could well be the ideal uh, one to exploit that, particularly if, if we get Madison on the ball, who can get his head up. Um, mm. So I think I think you're right. It, it could well be uh, the game for Dakar.
2: BBC say here um, a big one against Watford. James, Mad- James Madison. I can't even say his name now. Both scored and assist- assisted. I'm totally, totally losing. I'll I'll start that again. <laughs> Against Watford, James Madison both scored and assisted in a Premier League game for the first time. Wow. Is he back in form?
3: Well, I think it's been building, you know, the last few weeks. Mm. I think we've all seen little cameos of what he can do. I don't know what's been going off, uh, you know, off, off the pitch, but I think he's come out on a couple of interviews as well and said that um, even with him, you know, confidence is a massive thing. Those people who are, shall we say, outwardly confident, you know, that confidence is is a much bigger part of their game than normal people, I think. So when somebody like Madison's confidence dips a little, it has probably a bigger effect on him than it would on another player. Um, So... He's looking like his old self, isn't he? He's, um, yeah. He's definitely getting on the ball more. He's demanding the ball, and that's what I like. I hate it when you see footballers not demand the ball. If you're not wanting the ball, why are you on the pitch? On the pitch, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave Johnny out of that because I would hope that he doesn't demand the ball. I'm quite happy for him not to have it. Um, he know, scored
2: in this fixture last season, remember? That's
3: true. <laughs> you know what he does give. He go, he does give people a chance to nip off to the loo or go and get a pie Um, because chances are he's still standing on the ball by the time they come back. Um, And you were
2: missing him when he was injured. You wanted him back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure.
3: Um, (laughs) But, yeah,
2: it's good to see
3: James Madison, you know, that confidence coming back to him. And, you know, he he tried a shot, I think, very early in the game. You know, he's looking to take shots on. He's looking to feed people in. He's looking to play little one-twos. And what he's doing more than ever, where you see that he's confident, is that little bit of, is faking, you know, he's reminded me very much of old Crammerich when Crammerich used to play and he was the king oh, yeah. of the fake shot, Crammerich was. yeah. Um, but Maddison is doing that a lot and uh, it's good to see it. And you talk about rotation. Now it's going to be interesting to see whether he thinks that it's better to just keep Maddison in there to build that confidence rather than rest him.
2: Do you think, Matt? I mean, am I sort of um, you, you? You can read football a lot better than me because uh, you are the wise old owl. Well owl, I am just the the, the young, green, you know, yellow, fluffy chick, but um, but cute with it. I like to think. Do you, has Madison been given sort of more of a freer role? He seems to I, sort of be, be all, all over the place.
3: Yeah, as I say, you know, when he, there's been times when Brendan's almost had to try and fit him in. Because mm. uh, you've had Wilf and you've had Tielemans in the middle and he's wanted to play with two up front, so he's had two wide men. And Madison has had to be one of those um, wide players and that doesn't suit him. He wants to be have that free roll, that classic number 10 where he can just drift around and get on the ball wherever he wants. And I think, again, fair play to Brendan for, uh, for trying to fu- get the best out of him. It, it, like I can say it's an interesting formation he's playing at the minute with uh, with Barnes and Luckman. I mean, it looked like Barnes was out of the picture for a while. Yeah, but it does show you that again, the sacrificial lamb is is Ianacho this time that he, he's he's moved away oh, yeah. Yeah. from playing the two up front. To yeah, I mean, I I think you know, in the position the way that uh, Luckman played slightly in field, I don't think there's any reason why Inacho couldn't play that role as well. So you know he could play Dakar and Inacho if he's if he's playing a narrow wide man, if that's not a contradiction in terms. Yeah. Um so he, he could fit him in that with the way that Lookman played. So you know there may be an opportunity for, for Inacho.
2: I mean, we, we've said before. I mean, you know, this this front diamond with either mm. you know Vardy, you would say Vardy or Daka yeah. at the head of it, Barnes and Luckman either side, and Madison just behind, controlling it. Is that the way forward? Do you think? I mean, it, it's, we saw it work, you know, reasonably well. Mm. Are we going to see him? Do you think? Say, right, this is it now, or is he still going to be chopping and changing every every week?
3: I think I think what he might be doing is is finding a formation that he can stick to. And then it's just the personnel that, that change around it because obviously he's not got Tielemans.
0: Hmm. So I
3: think he's almost sacrificing a little bit of ball possession by having indeedi and Samari. So Samari doesn't get around the pitch that long. So he's not as mobile as as Tielemans is. So he's almost thinking, right, I've got two players who are almost sitting in. What I can then do is have the three in front, just get them to get the ball to Madders and and hope that the front three are making enough runs and there's enough movement in front of him. But Mm. I can see particularly why Telemans is out, him sticking with this formation. It could be that Dewsbury Hall gets a start instead of Samari as well um, uh, tomorrow night. I I can't see him making too many changes. We've already talked about Mm. three changes um, (laughs) in the front half of the pitch. and, and and I think the key is when you are resting players to not make too many changes because then it it all becomes a little bit iffy that people don't know where the the others are yeah. so I think if you can make one or two and then manage it through the rest of the game
2: we we spoke about this didn't we with you know with Chelsea they mm-hmm. you know Tuchel has his formation and that's it he doesn't yeah. deviate from it you worry about me I'm not going to worry about you yeah. And you know, if he takes player A out, he knows that player Z will go in and fit into that position because that's yeah. that's what he's got. So m- maybe maybe he wants to learn from that. But when we're talking about Madison, there's been some shouts that you know, talking shouts that he shouted leave the ball against Watford. Well
3: I, I, I was sitting next to Scott Rizzi, and he thought he he said the, the guy must have had a shout. Um and the only thing we could think of was that that Madders probably shouted keepers, um, but then I would have thought that that would have come out in the press afterwards. You know that that would have been said. So I, I don't know. I personally, I think that, that if if you watch the game from the wider the, the wider shot, yeah, you could see Madison. And, and again, I don't know if this was picked up on TV. You could see Madison. Uh, made it look like he was going to make that run in behind and Johnny saw him. Now, whether Johnny was passing it to him or was trying to get to Vardy. But he came from a very wide position, almost like Rashford did when he got the Man United second goal. He comes from a wide position and he's out of the peripheral vision of the the Mm. centre-halves. So it looked to me like that guy was thinking, you know, Madison's never going to be in behind me. He's always in front. I've had a glance, he's over there. All I've got to worry about is Vardy. The ball comes, he can see Vardy's in front of him, he thinks he's going to go through to the keeper. Um, and obviously, Madison had gambled and made that run, so yeah, he may have done, but I just think it was a bad defensive error. And he thought it was going to go through to the keeper.
2: It does, it did smack a bit of I and mean, because I think if the keeper had shouted keeper, like he would have been coming out for it more, yeah. Um I, and I think, like you say, I think he had he, taken his eyes off Madison and was concentrating on well, is yeah. there, it's safe, sort of it, thing. Exactly, and it's almost like he, he made like a oh my god, I've done this, who can I blame?
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know?
3: I think I think because he
2: didn't look, look, did look particularly apologetic him. afterwards,
3: to be honest. You mm. know, it's almost as if it was someone else's fault. Yes. You could say, yes, it is, because nobody tracked the runner. Yes. that you think your centre half is going to head it, you know, when it's when it's there, not duck under it. So, I think yeah. unfortunately, you know, Ranieri's got them playing quite well going forward, but
2: the death of them is going to be their defence if you can't tighten it they up. They said that. They said, yeah. that. well, you could say you could say that about Leicester, couldn't you? Really, yeah. <laughs> but, true, uh, true. But we we hope that this might be be, be the new dawn. Now mm. I know this always confuses you, but the season so far. Um, we're five points above them. We'll come onto the table in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've won two more than them. Average goals scored per match, we're one and a half. They're not they're 0.8. Goals mm-hmm. conceded, we've conceded more, like you said earlier. Yeah, only the one clean sheet to their five, although our chances have now finally come up. Mm-hmm. I like say, on paper, that should be our game, but we, we don't play on paper, do we?
3: No, sadly not. Um, but again, you know, if, you know, Brendan's starting to come out again and getting a bit sort of um, confident and ballsy again, isn't he, about saying this is where we, we're we looking to be. We want to be in and around those Europa League spots and top six and we've got our eye on it. We're getting back to more like ourselves. These are the games that you've got to win because you can have one, two, three wins a defeat or a poor performance can knock that confidence right out of you again, and you're, you're rebuilding it, you know. Mm-hmm. And going away to Villa with uh, they're riding the crest of the Gerard wave at the moment. That's not going to be an easy place to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably say a, a point over there would be a good, um, a, a, a good point. So you've got to be looking at three here. You get four out of these two games, I think he'd be quite happy with it.
2: I think with, with the games that are coming up, I mean, neither of us are sort of, well, we're, we're just in the top half, although yeah. we're on the second sheet there. Um, they're down in 15th. Again, we are, um, let me just have a look at this here, 18. I mean, we're nine points clear now with Burnley, but mm-hmm. they have got a game in hand over yeah. us. Um, but we are still only two points off, you know, six points. Two points off six,
3: five off the top four. I mean, yes. I mean, hopefully, you know, we've we've almost got away with it a little bit by the fact that everyone else is taking points off each other as well. Nobody we expected the top three to run away, you know. That they they were clearly by far and away better than everyone else in this. So it's gonna be a, a fight for that fourth, fifth, sixth, wherever it goes down to for European football. Um So, you just want to be in the mix, don't you? That's, you know, and it may suit us better that we can come late, but this month is going to be critical to us, uh, particularly, obviously, as we know we're going to be losing players um, to the African Cup of Nations.
2: Yeah. Again, exactly what Watford said about themselves as well. But it is, I think, you know, when you look at December, this is our toughest month. We yeah. always seem to get Man City and Liverpool over the Christmas period. I don't know what the supercomputer likes doing for that, but that's what it is. Had we had a good start, we could have probably got away with it, but obviously we can't as much now. Mm. Um, and looking at looking at our um, upcoming games here, I mean, you know, after Southampton, like you say, we have then got Villa at the weekend, Napoli midweek, Newcastle who you would hope should be a game we can win. Mm -hmm. Tottenham should be a game we could still win because somebody said, you know, you can't polish a poo, can you? Sorry, TM, if you're still watching. (laughs) And and Everton there, you know, uh, and before we get into the real crew. I mean, that's our next sort of six games, including Southampton. But, you know, Villa, I'd take a point probably at this point, because I think they are on the Gerrard crest of a wave. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Newcastle, Tottenham and Everton, I'd hope for about seven points from those.
3: I think you've got to be lucky for seven, don't you? I mean, Everton are, are playing with absolutely no confidence at the moment. Mm. Um, uh, I've never been a big fan of Benitez and he, he's proving me right um, again. Which, Thank you, Raphael. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they look bereft of confidence now. Hopefully, what, what may turn their season around is their next game because tomorrow night, I think they've got Liverpool. Um, yes, they have. Yeah. so you know that could be that could be their season going either way. They get a good hiding, they're going to be rock bottom, and all the pressure comes on Benitez. Then they manage yes. to get a win, he's a hero again, and, and they then they go. You know, confidence is boosted. So, I mean, everybody's got if you're not playing in Europe, obviously, you've got an easier ride. Yeah, everybody who's in Europe is going to have a, a busy time at the moment, uh, particularly mm-hmm. us. Um, as we're going through Spurs will be in the same boat as well in that little, um, whatever I what Was it conference? Tim pot, whatever. Conference. Yeah. Well, I, I best not call it too many things at the minute, because we may be in it. So <laughs> yeah, it's a I was, very, I was very, a very, it. <laughs> it's a very, very valuable and, um, uh, and really important, uh, third tier trophy, um, yeah. in Europe.
2: It, it, yeah. Um,
3: so, you know they are going to be having games in that as well, and uh, and I think they're in a similar position that they still need a win to get through if indeed they want
2: to get through. Yeah.
3: So everybody's having to manage their squads. You know. Mm.
2: I think with Rafa, he has disappointed me this season, but I think, like you say, I think he's spending too much time with his fellow turtles. That's his trouble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I always um, like just... it when you. I always like it when you set the bar low, Chris.
2: Yeah, I do. Well, it's because I know I'm never going to reach it. However low i set it, I'm never going to get over it. I'm just going through a few comments with you here. Um, when he asks, yeah, do we sign Luckman? Um, I mean, I said to you before, I think I was nervous about going too quickly on a decision because I thought Under was brilliant when we first got mm-hmm. him and his first few games. But he, he he looks a good player. He he does.
3: And, and it's interesting... Um has come out and I think he was asked about Luckman and uh he's, he's always a little bit coy with his his, his um his comments because he said Lukman will be a really good player when he finds his home and he fly, finds a place to settle down you know and, and can just stay at a club because he's had a few loans it's clear that Leipzig isn't going to be his long-term home uh But he really likes him as a player, likes him as a person, thinks he's a really good trainer, wants to learn, blah, blah, blah. I think it will come down to Brendan will have a valuation of him. Mm. And if he can get him for that valuation, he'll probably go for him. If he can't, he'll just wave goodbye. I don't think he'll pay over the odds for him,
2: to be honest. No, no um dorco good evening dorco how the devil are you uh perez is a striker who likes scoring against southampton that's a that's a good point he doesn't get yeah. as many goals but he does when we play southampton he
3: does and again you know i, I thought he may have got uh got some pitch time at the weekend to be honest because again in that sort of in field uh striker support mm. striker role or even to replace uh Madison, I thought he he may have brought him on there, to be honest. Um, So, he can do a job. He's a similar player in terms of he likes picking up little pockets of space. Um, So, yeah, you know, I think it's good that what we've got, particularly in the forward uh, areas, we've got choice at the moment. Brendan's got a lot of options. He hasn't got a lot of options at the back. Unfortunately, it sounded like um, James Justin had a little bit of a setback. Um, he was hoping to play him in the under twenty-threes and he didn't. He got a niggle that seems to have put him back, but they don't think it's anything too bad. It's just sort of put him back a week or so. Um, so he hasn't got a lot of options at the back. So that's gonna be difficult for him to rotate. I mean, we don't particularly want to see vestigard but having said that, you know, it's a sort of thing where, you know, we've seen enough players come come back to haunt their old clubs, haven't we? So
2: I mean, no, I was going to didn't. ask you that, but as, as you've mentioned it there, and hi, hi, Anthony, how are you? Thanks for popping in. Uh, Rennie says, be right back. We're waiting, Rennie. Are you back? We'll sit and wait for you. No, can't wait any longer. Uh, do you play Bertrand or Guard against Southampton just to rub it in, or, you know, we've got them now, or...?
3: I don't know. It seems pretty clear that... Bertrand's gone down the pecking order in, in uh, for Thomas yeah. at the moment. Um, there's still a, f- a little bit of debate about Thomas defensively, but then again, there is about Bertrand. What I do like yeah. about Thomas is he's quite strong in the tackle and uh, and he does like getting forward. He, you know, If he sees space, he'll go into it. So from an attacking point of view, that's great. It'll come down to whether... You know, Brendan's looking to be a little bit more defensive and play on the break in this game with the likes of Dakar maybe, um, as to whether he goes for that experience. But I'm not sure he can work both ways, can it? With with players coming back, they don't yeah. necessarily want to go in for a crunching tackle with somebody who was their mate or whatever. So I, I don't know. And, I'm not sure whether he'll. Uh, I'm not sure whether he'll go down that route or not.
2: Yeah, and do you? I, don't, I mean, do you disrupt? What is you know a settled back for at the moment? I say settled two games, you know, but Amarty I think was unlucky not to be picked uh, against Watford. I was going but... to say it's,
3: it's not settled at all, is it? Because no, you know, thinking um, about uh, it, no, yeah, you know, Evans yeah. came back in for Amarty, so he doesn't mm. mind shaking it around. I think Vestergaard works in a three, you know, as the centre of a three. I yes. don't think he necessarily works as a two. And I don't think there's no way that you could play Vestergaard in Evans because there's absolutely no pace there at all. Um, so I don't think. He, yeah, you're right. He may tinker a little bit um, at fullback, but I think there's a lot to be said for keeping your your keeper and your back four in in place as much as you can.
2: I mean, do you think with with Bertrand he's i felt like at least he had that experience when we didn't Mm -hmm. have evans in there he'd got that sort of head on when he could maybe you know keep you know like we say soyuncu is better with evans next to him because of the experience when evans was out bertrand offered that experience
3: yeah he did i think he's just been a little bit disappointing with his Use of the ball when he's been on it, you know, and I think mm-hmm. you know it's an important role. It's becoming more and more important. I heard someone talking uh, this morning about. Uh, obviously, we we don't usually play with wing backs. We have had you know times where we've gone to a back five and played with wing backs, but the wing backs slash full backs are becoming more important in in a, in a game now, and particularly if if Brendan is wanting to play. Sort of inverted wingers, you know, that come inside and create space for your overlapping fullbacks. You've got to be able to get forward and get back. Now, whether Bertrand can do that, I don't know. And he's, he is a little bit disappointed with his his use of the ball, but he does have a good uh, dead ball in him and, and set pieces. So he does, yeah. I think he's yeah. uh, you know he's he's good. This is this is Thomas's moment, you know, before Justin comes back, and he seems to be grasping the nettle and and taking his chance. Again, it'll be whether Brendan wants to protect him a little bit from a bit of burnout, and uh, you know, with Pereira, I, I, I could see if Pereira was fit, I could see him switching Castagna over and giving yes. Luke Thomas a, a break. But obviously, yes. he doesn't have that option.
2: No, I, I think I don't sort of get worried when I see Thomas in there. No, you know, no, he's quite tough it. in the tackle, you know. And you know, uh, yeah, no, I, I quite like him, and uh, he's, yeah. he's only going to get better the more the more games he has. Big Quam here says Thomas looks more solid this season. He does. Andrew, good evening, Say How the devil are you? Um, and he says the think Madison's form has got better since Tillemans has been out. Can they play together?
3: Um, I mean, it's a good point, and and I think we've we've mentioned this on a few occasions. It's the old Lampard Gerard thing. Mm. I think in the in the formation that he's playing at the minute. I think they can play together because he's got Madison playing in that little pocket and Telemans could find him. Um, even I think before Telemans got injured, there were signs that, excuse me, that was working. That's the sort of straight line passes through the middle. So I think they can, I think they just need to work at it a little bit because, you know, sometimes, you know, they're taking up each other's space and and Telemans likes to sort of break late into space where he's finding Madison in that little pocket. So, um, but i think good players should be able to play with each other
2: you would, well you you would hope so right we're going to have a look at at a foot in both camps and take some mm. score predictions and we'll be back straight after this <laughs> Yes, my third show tonight. I'm like the a Cell Bunny, aren't I? You can't stop me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, still not. No. Uh, <laughs> Julian Watts, ex obviously Leicester City professional, mm-hmm. joins me at nine o'clock and we'll be looking at is it ever right to boo your football team and how do players react to that? Because since mm-hmm. they got that booing, they seem to have started to play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, is it right to do it and how do players feel about it? Mm-hmm. And um, the balloon I can never say this out. The balloon door. Um, <laughs> the ballon, ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or, that's it. The Ballon d'Or, you know. I, I just, you know, is it becoming a joke now? And should any player even dream of winning it while Messi's still pulling a pair of boots on? So we'll be discussing that and any other questions anybody else has got, obviously, mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Now then... Craig, mm. um, as they were given up on trying to predict the actual team, and I think I think that's the right decision that we've gone for because I think it's getting impossible, isn't well, it? Even now, them,
3: we've talked know. about changes, and then we sort of change our mind halfway through talking about them. So yes. it's yeah. almost
2: impossible. Yeah, um, and the the joint eleven, it, you know, you're only going to get that against the, you know, um, mm. t- you know, top four or five teams. Mm-hmm. But what we have done is, and and I know you quite like this, is foot in both camps, mm. a player who played for ourselves and Southampton, and your memories of him. And yeah. I haven't gone for anybody in black and white, so you're all right. Don't worry. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Rodney Fern, but uh, <laughs> although I think he did play for both, didn't he?
3: Did he? I, I don't know. I don't know if he played. For I have a Rodney honest. Fern
2: played for Southampton as well, because didn't he play? Yeah, Rodney Fern. I'm sure played in when Southampton won the FA Cup that time.
3: I know. Um, um, I know Peter Rodriguez
1: did.
2: Ah, oh, I might be thinking of that one. Well, yeah, I might be thinking of him. It's only because I mentioned Rodney Fern earlier. Yeah, in the uh, <laughs> they both start with day. a
1: rod.
3: So
2: yeah, yes. <laughs> but this a bit like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now moving on again. Yeah. <laughs> this is who we're going to talk about yeah, one of I'll my favorite players. I mean I started to follow Lester in the um uh, Jimmy Bloomfield era and he was I mean you know you if you ask Alan Birchall about him he you know you you're going to get a 3 hour uh, chat out of him yeah. amazing amazing player but so nearly wasn't ours.
3: No, indeed. I mean, he was—he uh, was scheduled to go to Liverpool, wasn't he? And mm. um, uh, I can't remember. I think we were—I think we were going to get Toshack um, the other way around, and um, yeah. he failed his medical. Famously, I think there was some—they picked up some heart defect or whatever, or either that or they detected too much alcohol in his blood, which is probably
0: more yes. more likely <laughs> at that
3: time, but. Um, yeah but now he came to us i mean he was at huddersfield had a, a fantastic record at huddersfield looked like he was going to liverpool and then we managed to get him so um and a fantastic a, a fantastic um player for us obviously i mean he he played more games for us than he played for anyone else in his career yes. um 210 games uh, 72 goals one in three almost there for a striker between the the years of 72 and 77 which was, unfortunately, was a little bit before my time in terms of watching them. I may have seen him play because the first game I went to, my uncle took me down to it. Um, it was against Cardiff. Um, so that may have been in in his period, but I didn't really start going down regularly until sort of um, the Jock Wallace era, right. yeah. as it were. So I'm not sure whether I had the, the pleasure of seeing him play or not. But, I mean... The, the number of teams he's played for is absolutely ridiculous, obviously. But then he went to to Southampton and, and, and his goal record wasn't particularly great at Southampton, four in 34, no. but it did coincide with them actually finishing runners-up in the old First Division Um, ASCII parents. Um, <laughs> uh, they were runners-up to, I think it was, um, yeah, only finished three points behind Liverpool um, no. that season. Uh, so he wasn't prolific in front of goal, but uh, I think they had a good team at the time and yeah, finished runners up. And then obviously he's remembered as well for his, uh, his performance at Bolton where he scored that particularly fantastic goal where he flicked it up over his head and volleyed it in. But again, I was surprised. And, you know, it always I'm always delighted, Chris, when you, you bring in a feature that
2: allows me to ask you a little quiz question. Oh um, no! Oh no! No! Now then. No! No! What well, can say? Oh, remember, I've got the quiz, the the, the, um, uh, the chase quiz book, and yeah. the on this day in history. Are you sure you want to go there? No, I, I'm, I'm happy because you know you'll enjoy this. And the people
3: um, watching may know this. So when Frank went to Bolton in the 78-79 season, now you know I think you were old enough to be watching quite a bit of football at that time um he actually finished as the top goal scorer in the in the first division the 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 premier league of of its day he was top goal scorer for bolton uh, not for mm. bolton but he won the golden boot with bolton that year scored 24 goals
2: i thought that was going to be the question but <laughs> yeah no that would
3: that would have been a, a good one he finished three ahead of his nearest counterpart and five ahead of the player who was in third. Um, can you tell me either of those players who finished second and third? And I'll give you a clue. One of them used to play for us.
2: Okay. Um, was one of them Scottish? Uh, one of them was. In fact, you
3: know, they, they both may have been, um, but one of them definitely was.
2: Was that one for Liverpool, by any chance? It may well have been, Chris. You're not giving much away here. You're not helping me at all. Are well, I'm you,
3: you I'm, 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 not saying no. So no. I
2: would. I mean, I'm thinking
3: on think one of them. Right.
2: I'm thinking one of them might be Kenny Dalglish. Kenny you he,
3: he finished three ahead of Kenny Dow leash right. He finished five ahead. The guy who was third in the in the uh, in the table was an ex-Leicester player. I will give you his club to give you a chance. uh West Brom. I know. Someone <laughs> playing for West Brom. <laughs> that and that, that, helps. Uh, that, that really, really, really
2: helps, does it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, wow. Um, I'm just impressed I got Kenny Dowd Leash. I'm going to be yeah, honest no, with well you. Um, yeah. I went to West Brom. Mm.
3: I'm... If anyone else has uh, has got this one, feel free to just who, who's not Googled.
2: Yes, feel free I to will
3: just pop it in the comments
2: for Chris. <laughs> I will leave that one in the comments. I got Kenny yeah. leash If anybody else can get the other one and help me out here, put it in the comments, and we'll, we will come, yeah. we will come back to that one. Yeah. Um, went to West Brom. They went from us to West Brom.
3: I'm just going to check that it wasn't the other way around, but I'm pretty sure. I'll let you get the predictions table up because I know you're going to move on to the score predictions next. I, 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 have,
2: that, but I haven't got the table ready because not everybody has replied. Oh, but right. um, the, 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 these are the predictions. TM has already gone 3-1 to the Foxes. TM, that is an absolutely wonderful guess. Because I've also gone 3-1 to, to oh, you're stealing well, it. You're stealing. Well. Stealing uh, my scoreline, Chris. <laughs> what can I say? I, I I can't fail if I go with, with, with that choice, can I? Well, um, can. Ian Marshall's gone 2-1 to Leicester. Um, Steve Leinix is doing his sort of you know, normal sort of reverse psychology has gone uh, 1-0 to Southampton um and Jerry Tacker has gone one nil. big one nil win to Leicester. I'm just waiting on on Walshie and Ian Wilson to come yes. back with theirs and it'll be, it will be up on the website and be up on obviously Facebook and Twitter. Scott says yeah, you're using double standards now Chris as Craig you're double standards now Chris as Craig can check through search Yes Scott,
3: but to- but can I just say Scott that I'm not doing that to get the answer. I'm just double checking my facts because obviously everyone else will tell me and I've just checked my facts and I was correct. He went from Leicester to West Brom. If you want some more stats. The um, stats
2: aren't going to help, to be honest with you. What what what, what was his initials?
3: Well, 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 hang on, hang on. Hang
2: on. Right. <laughs> right. He's
3: got it. He played for us between 16, 68 and 71, 101 appearances, 31 goals. Went from West Brom from 71 to 83. So he was playing into the 80s. Um, had a long period at Portland Timbers, then went to Crystal Palace, Warsaw. Finished his career at Port Vale in 1986. So he had a long old career 520 appearances, 149 goals. Born in Musselburgh in Scotland. He's now he's still with us. He is 70 years old.
2: Well, he must be Scottish then if he if he was born in Musselburgh. Yep. Um I haven't mentioned his name in any of the guys tonight, have I?
3: Well, it's interesting you say that, Chris. No you haven't.
2: No. So it's not not Ian then. Um quickly changing the subject, Scott has <laughs> Scott has tried uh, doing a Steve Line. It's he's gone three ah, two wow. Southampton. Wow! uh what what about yourself?
0: You know what I'm doing?
3: I'm going I'm going for a clean sheet. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I'm gonna go
2: 2-0. If we get a clean sheet, mate, whenever you come down, I'll buy you a beer. Because I don't think, I think it'll be a long time before we get a clean. I think we've got to get a couple of players back for us to get a clean sheet. But, uh, Tuna, well, I've gone for your 3-1. I've pinched it off you this week. Yeah, so, yeah I can't um, take that. I'm going to say, I can't. He went to America. Only on loan from, from West Brom. On loan. Like from Portland Timbers. Who went you see Len Lover went to Leicester, but he was never prolific goals uh, to, to, to America for a while. Hmm. Um, I don't remember that, but I,
3: I just remember him. I can see him on, I, I can see him in his West Brom
2: kit, but you know, is so, it gonna be one of those that I'm gonna go? Oh, god, yep. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine so. You're going to be honest with you. We could still be doing this at twelve o'clock tonight. Right. That there, right. I I should have put the ti- I should have got the timer up. Tell me if you're going to do this, and I'll get the timer up for myself. Right. Right. And um, I'll, I'll, um
3: I'll, I'll, as a last thing, I'll give you his initials, which were A B.
2: No, it wasn't. It wasn't the birch. Alan Birchenal. No, it wasn't. No. Um. A B. No, no. no. It, it, it's at St. Mary's, by the way, Nippon.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I'll tell you, it was Ali Brown, Alistair Brown. Oh my god. I I I'd still be here at Christmas and I wouldn't Would have you? got that. Yes. No? Yes. Like you say, it's around that age when I started to go. Mm. Uh, before that. I hadn't. I'd followed Leicester yeah. and watched the match of the day, but didn't really sort of go to a lot of matches. Mm. Uh, but it was around that. I don't remember. I don't remember him to be honest with you. I can't. I can't visualise mm. him at all.
3: Well, oh, yeah. But I'm going to say he finished third that season. But uh, anyway, oh, wow. yeah. Frankie were though, just finishing off him. What a, what an absolute legend. Was oh, still wow. playing into his forties. He played at. Um, Guysley Rovers um, in in his forties, um, just a uh, he, he just loved football, didn't he? And yeah, um, yeah, and a, and a sad a sad miss,
2: a sad miss, an R.I.P. because it was only this year, wasn't it? When, it was indeed, yeah. uh, when he passed, uh, yeah. and and his health wasn't in the best, um, yeah. but. Um, I think you 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 you're a bit like me. You follow his daughter on on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't know on if YouTube. you
3: remember a, a few years ago, not that many years. I think he was on like a come dine with me, celebrity
2: special. Was, yes. Was absolutely. Yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
3: if you haven't seen that, try and find
2: that on YouTube.
3: That's an interesting
2: watch. Yeah. Uh, Scott said it was all before his time. Well, before hours, <laughs> I think as well, if we're if we're honest. But yeah, R.I.P. Frank, you are yeah. you are missed. But he was smiling up till the end, wasn't oh, he? And, yeah. You know, I it's mean, I know, team. I know that it used to really, really, really pee Martin O'Neill off because everybody said, "Oh, we played like this under the Bloomfield and the Bloomfield years," but we never yeah. actually won anything. But mm-hmm. what I mean, how much would that team be worth now?
3: Yeah, I mean, they were they were the entertainers, weren't they? They really were. Yeah. We had a lot of. Um, you know, people remember it for the for the players, you know, who were going forward, uh, the, the the sort of strikers, as it were. And don't forget, Frankie uh, Weather got all his England caps while he was playing for Leicester as well. And that that short, brief period of time where Leicester supplied four of the starting eleven uh, for a game against Northern Ireland, I think.
2: I mean, to be honest with you, it, it rails with me that you know how good were those players. I mean, Keith Weller. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've got a signed picture of him up on my wall here. Mm. You know, I've, I love Frank, but I, I loved Keith even more. I mean, that goal against Luton, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. on that pitch as well. When you look at the state of the pitch, and exactly. you know, obviously know the goal I'm talking about, yeah, I But I mean, it is. <sighs> And I know it didn't end nicely for him at Leicester, but mm. his skill and you know these are players that should have been getting more England caps than they did. And, but unfortunately, it was a uh, mm. it, it was that time when you know you 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 yeah. play for Leicester, you didn't play for England.
3: That's true. i was going to say apart from that one, and and I think those four players got their chance when uh, I think Joe Mercer was in temporary charge, and Joe Mercer mm. had nothing to lose. He was a bit of a a player who liked his um, entertaining football, so he threw them all in, I think. I think it was Whitworth, Weller, uh, Worthington and I think Shilton in goal. Um, Mm -hmm. So four Leicester players playing in there. But yeah, I mean, Weller. And you think about Weller and Worthington to to a lesser extent of the skillful players. And not only were they doing that on those pitches, but they were doing it when players were allowed to kick them black and blue as well. Yes. You know, as anybody yeah. who's who's watched any old footage of Leeds will be able to tell you. Yeah. Um, yes. You
2: know.
0: So well,
3: I think I said to you
2: and... the day I was watching, I think it was Chelsea Charlton on mm. ITV4, the big match revisited, and yeah. it was when they were both, um, they were both in the in what was the second division. Yeah. Ask parents. And they literally they were kicking chunks out of each mm. other. And the referee, he wasn't blowing up. It was like because in those days it was a man's game. You you kicked so and so, and you played on, and yeah. that was it. There's no calling it back. I yeah.
3: say so even when you talk about even when you we you know we've had chats on here with uh, with Julian and 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 Steve Linex before that, who you know accepted that that was part of the game. And yes. uh, and and Steve Linex particularly, I remember as having a conversation with him how as a player, going back a few years when tackles were allowed, loved that part of the game and it's the bit that they really miss now and uh, really don't like modern football because that physical element's been taken away.
2: Steve especially. Steve hates it totally. TM, how do you keep all this knowledge in your brain? Which, who are you referring to, Craig or me or both of us there? Um, Although Scott does say... We've got a sponge in place of that general area. Uh, know it, you know, right. you... My daughter
3: my daughter will will constantly um, ask me questions about something that I should know the answer to and she'll come back to me and say, yeah, but you know who scored X goal in 1978 and who crossed it and God knows what. All that information is in there. Anything
2: useful, that's gone. And it's Craig. I'm, TM, I'm disappointed you could have been polite and said both, because I'm always polite about Spurs. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got you in a few weeks, TM. You're going to come on live. We'll get you no, on no, live, no. TM. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew says, "Hang on, Chris. They did play the snow the other day. Yeah, but it was a blanket under the snow. That you know, you got to um, you you've got to think about that. that. That that pitch for that goal was like it was like a field, wasn't it?" Mm. <laughs> it was, it's like off Clarkson's farm that's what it was <laughs> Craig thank you very much yeah you're welcome as always um, I think it's going to be nice tomorrow so I don't think I'm going to have to worry about getting wet when, um, was, the,
3: when was the last time you saw us play live Chris
2: that's another honestly, quiz question <laughs> honestly another quiz question I can tell you um When did Bournemouth get relegated? (laughs) When who, sorry? When did Bournemouth get relegated?
3: Uh, A couple of seasons ago, wasn't it?
2: Was that before or after the 9-0? It
3: might have been the same season, was it? Because I think think this is their second season down,
2: I think. Because it it could well have been the 9-0. Yeah. I think it possibly was... I tell you um, what,
3: it was the Bournemouth game was the start of our downfall. Not last season, the season before, where Soyuncu got sent
2: off. Uh, and we, I was there. Yes, that was yeah. that was. I was at that one. Yes. Yeah. And that was pre-COVID, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. So we, yeah, yeah we, that was an awful. I think we were leading two-one, and we ended up losing three-two.
2: Soyuncu got sent off. No, no, I'm lying to you, naughty Chris. I'm loving. I know when it was. I know it was when the it was, it was, was the it, English Super Cup. Super Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's um, that's when I last saw Leicester. Yeah. I was thinking league games for a minute, you know, but yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I just can say I've got a seat quite close to the um, to the pitch, so I'm hopefully it's not going to rain like it did last time. Otherwise, I will be the proverbial drowned. I'm doing a Steve Linux. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, in the pitch but uh, catch it on prime and thank you so much i will You're see welcome. you on friday indeed for the Incredible. for the villa preview Yes, exactly. so I'll see if I've thinking... got another
3: quiz question for you, Chris.
2: <laughs> oh, believe you me, I'm going to have plenty for you. <laughs> you think you're getting away with that one? But uh, Craig, as always, mate, it's a pleasure having you on. Pleasure to talk to you, if only because we we do all our yesterdays, and you remember <laughs> well, as far back as I do. You know, and you've missed my Christmas single. Yes, where is it? You promised I, it earlier. I don't know if I can play it. I really, really don't. I think you can, can't you? Shall I play out to it rather than... The, yeah, to, to, do, do the, that. To then the, I can
3: it. sit back and just enjoy it and you don't have to see how much I'm enjoying it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to be back in 49 minutes and we'll be back with Julian, uh, the ex-player, uh, looking at is it ever right to boo your own team and... Um, uh, is the balloon door, a balloon, I can't even say it still. Uh, <laughs> is that just becoming a joke now? Craig, thanks so much, mate. And I will see you on, on Friday. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. And uh, thanks to everybody that joined in the chat
0: as well. Bye. Planning for a shite Christmas. It's finally here. Not now like that's what I call a Corona Christmas. I'm socially distant. The shot in the arm we've all been waiting for. I've got my gear on. Christmas hit after Christmas hit. The lockdown was over. Lovingly ruined to help you not celebrate this Christmas. Oh baby, COVID this COVID This long-play double-cassette CD it's comes with special two-meter gaps between every song This comes to pass Johnny Mathis When a mask is worn Christmas favorites like Sanitizers coming to town and even Boris himself. Ba-ba-ba-ba-tis the season to be jolly bloody careful. la 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 la-la-la-la. Oh, no. And a special message to anyone thinking of venturing out. Driving's banned for Christmas. Plus... Frosty got furloughed. Frosty was furloughed, but he still got loads of cash. The perfect accompaniment for the party you won't be having. We're not allowed a party tonight. In case the cops turn up, bite us all a thousand pounds and kick us all outside. Plus Corona the biggest God. event of the year, courtesy of Dominic Cummings. Cummings drove to the Rumpa Pom Pom. Grandma's got to quarantine till Christmas. Cause she flew to Benny Dorm last week. Here comes more applause, here comes more applause, every Thursday night. i just released. Pfizer's vaccine. Four months of school, preschool school meals, two weeks at home, stay up. The most contagious collection of Christmas songs ever recorded. Stop the cabinet, stop the cabinet, stop the cabinet briefing! Now that's a Corona Christmas, the perfect antidote to 2020. Maybe it's COVID, who's to say? This cough won't go away. Can you stay six feet away? Streaming live now from a 5G phone mask near you.
1: Yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However,